Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jim Egan, co-head of Securitized Products Research at Morgan Stanley. And I'm Jay Backow, the other co-head of Securitized Products Research. And on this episode of the podcast, we'll be talking about mortgage rates, home sales volumes, and the U.S. housing market. All right, Jim. Mortgage rates are down. Sales volumes are up. Is the housing market back? Sales volumes might finally be inflecting higher, or at least they might actually be finding that bottom. If we look at the seasonally adjusted annualized figures that came in in December, pending home sales increased 8% to their highest level since July. Purchase applications, which a little bit more high frequency, we have them through January, they're up 23% from the lows that they put in in late October, early November. All right, that sounds good, but seasonally adjusted annualized figure sounds like a mouthful. Can you lay that out a little easier for us? I think that these numbers just need to be put into a little bit more context. Yes, pending home sales were up 8% month over month. But if I look at just the December print, it was the weakest pending home sales print for that month in the history of that index. Now, relative to 2022, it is improving. It was only down 1% from December of 2022, and that's the lowest decrease we've had since 2021. But these numbers still aren't strong. Going around the horn to some of the other demand statistics, existing home sales finished 2023 down 19%. But they also strengthened into year-end, only down 9% in the fourth quarter. New home sales, as we've mentioned on this podcast before, that is the demand statistic that has actually been showing growth, up 4% in 2023 versus 2022, up 15% in the second half of 2023 versus the second half of 2022. All right, so we've got a pickup or an inflection in housing activity, and we've had mortgage rates coming down. Affordability is also going to depend on home prices. So where does all this stand? Right. So because of those home price increases that you've mentioned, the monthly payment on the median-priced home is still up almost $100 year over year. But the path of affordability, the deterioration that we've been talking about, it's as small as it's been since February 2021. And if we're not looking at this on a year-over-year basis, if we're just looking at this on a month-over-month or every two-month basis, the two-month increase that we've seen in affordability is the steepest increase or the steepest drop in unaffordability, if you will, since January of 2009. Suffice it to say, we think this is a much healthier housing market than 2009. All right. Now, what about the supply side? There's obviously a lot of ways we can get supply. One of the most straightforward methods is for someone just to build a new home. How's that data looking? We are building more homes. As new home sales have moved higher, single-unit housing starts have moved higher as well. Now, from cycle peak, which we estimate as April 2022, single-unit starts fell about 23% through the middle of 2023. And another thing that we've talked about on this podcast in the past is that build timelines have been elongating, and that was leading to a backlog in homes actually under construction. That decrease allowed that backlog to clear a little bit. And since the middle of 2023, June till the end of the year, single unit starts were actually up 7%. We are building more homes. All right. Now, so new home sales are clearly literally new homes, but people can also list their existing homes. What's that data look like? Listing volumes are higher as well. In fact, as of this month, I can no longer say that we are at historic lows when it comes to for sale inventory. 
while inventories also climbed throughout the second half of 2022 into the first half of 2023, that historic low statement is something I could have made every month for the past eight months. It's a statement I could have made for 41 of the past 54 months. Months of supply did retreat a little bit in December, but when we think about our models for housing activity and really for home prices, it's that growth in the absolute amount of for sale inventory that really plays a big role. All right. I don't have a PhD in economics. You're the housing strategist. If we have more supply, does that mean prices are coming down? That's what we think. We continue to think that these for sale inventory increases that are happening alongside what we do continue to believe will be sales growth in 2024, and we think we're seeing the first signs of now, are going to be enough to bring home prices moderately negative in 2024. And alongside these recent activity prints, the most recent home price print was actually just a little bit softer than we thought it would be. We had forecasted about a 15 basis point decrease in home prices in November. We saw an 18 basis point decrease. It's not unusual for home prices to decrease month over month in November, but this is kind of from our perspective, a little bit of validation from a home price forecast perspective. We're calling for them to fall 3% year over year in 2024. We think this is very moderate. We do not think this is a correction. We believe the housing market is on a very healthy foundation. Looks like we're moving towards sales increases, but we do still think you'll see a little bit of price weakness next year. Jim, thanks for taking the time to talk. Great speaking with you, Jay. And thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app and share the podcast with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.